welcome back to Thailand is in pajamas here i am nihar with an, another episode you know regarding the match matches review i mean uh, after the last episode regarding this review uh, we have done the mid season analysis for all the teams playing in this all 10 teams all 10 episodes were released have a, you know head look into that so coming to the point where we stopped last season i think we concluded with rcb versus srh So guys, match thirty-seven is between LSG versus Mumbai Indians. I mean, it was like Mumbai Indians' one last chance to find some kind of redemption. So, batting first, LSG. I mean, Kikel Rahul hit another hundred. I mean, I think he's the only guy who can realistically catch up with Josh Butler right now. And he hit another hundred. And so this pitch is a bit of a tacky. I mean, the slowness of the pitches are starting to come up because there are only four. Stadium which are used for this IPL and obviously pitches are getting wear. I mean, how to say the wear out is visible now, and I think spinners will come into more prominence from the tenth match at least for all the teams. So KL Rahul stood his ground, played started off slow a bit, and he is the only one who stood because either in second highest score is fourteen of Ayush Badoni, and the rest of them like two are gone for Duck, Srimanish Pandey of twenty-two, and none of them actually had a very decent strike rate. I mean, trust me. I think it's like one man show from Rahul. See, I mean, see, that's his class, I guess, man. I mean, at the end he stood out. He hit 103 of 68, two, and he hit 12 fours and four sixes, and it's a respectable total. And see, even after this hundred, he didn't celebrate exactly because he also don't know honestly how much of a good score it is. Starting off the chase, guys. I think it's time we have to acknowledge that Ishan Kishan's form is so terrible that Mumbai seems to be clueless now because he, I mean, chasing 170 almost, he only scored eight of 20 deliveries. Maybe he would have scored eight of eight and gone man. Twelve deliveries, like two overs are very crucial. Maybe Rohit Sharma. I mean, see, Rohit Sharma got out for thirty-nine of thirty-one. He was looking at great touch, but after that, Deval Bruges went, Suri Kumar Yadav went. So obviously, Rohit Sharma didn't have much of the options to stick around. So he, one bad shot he played and he's gone. That's been his season. I mean, can't really blame. I mean, see, this game I won't blame him much. At least he's near to the forty. I mean, better than all the previous scores in this tournament. Surya Kumar Yadav had a rare failure. To make things worse, he's gone off in the part-time or Ayush Badan is bowling. Come on, that's like an how to say adding spice to the wound. And the general culprit only Tilak Kumar stayed till the end. And Pollard, I mean, dude, see, why do you want to chase everything in the twentieth over? I don't get it. He literally took things to the end and he couldn't do anything. Literally, I mean, he's the nineteen of twenty. See, so I'll tell you. I mean, it's not like he's struggling. His time, he's like. Whatever his template he had, maybe like start off slow, calculate, go all off at the end. But except for all off at the end, he's doing everything. So can't really blame him much here. But again, coming to the bowling for uh, Mumbai, I think the debutant Hrithik Shokhi in the second match, I guess it, he's pretty. He's going to be good. Two eleven of two. I mean, rest of them are expensive. Man. I mean, Pollard was actually the best bowler for them. Two was eight runs, two wickets, and. Maybe it's just the KL Rahul's knock separated them at the end. We're coming to, you know, Lucknow's bowling. Uh, the good new guy, little unknown guy, Mohsin Khan was good at 27 runs. Only gave it 27. Bishmat Chamira is the standout one. I mean, he the way he toured around with Pollard at the end was like pretty amazing to see. I mean, the second time Pollard got foxed. So 14 only, no wickets, but still 14 T20 is like tremendous, man. And even Krunal Pandya with the crucial final over wickets. I mean, four overs nineteen is cool, but three wickets don't really. I mean, there's a discount on that because it's pretty much final over and batsmen are 
just logging everything they find. Well, I mean, see, LSG is pretty composed. They're finding their, how to say, grew. I mean, see, their star performance, Stoners didn't perform much today, but still they got it through. I mean, this is about a D20 franchise successful or, you know, the one with higher aim looks like. So, guys, we'll go back to the other game where it is BBKL versus CSK, the Kings encounter. Well, batting first, Punjab Kings. I mean, Dhawan is the very good. I mean, Dhawan is the only guy who literally. So I think it's like similar kind of game where you shouldn't go hard at the wicket. And they literally put a competitive 187. And Chennai Super Kings, while you know replying for that 187, they came near. They just won Punjab won by only 11 runs with Chennai winding up at 176. But trust me, that's nowhere near the score. When they wanted, because see, the only one guy played for Chennai, Raidu, 78 of 39. Rest of them sucked. I mean, Jadeja may be, but finishing it just like 21 of 16. Come on, man. You're coming at that late and you really can't have 120 strike rate or 30 strike rate. You should have Dhoni gone for cheap. It's pretty much done. I mean, once Raidu was gone, it's pretty evident that they're losing this game. No doubt. Coming to Punjab's batting here, I mean, Kai has a triple double hit 88 of 59 and Rajapaksa contributed with him pretty good. Mayank Agarwal, another failure except for that. I mean, he had only 150 in this tournament after that. He gives one match and again, he seems to be out of his groove. A living stone, 19 of 7. Well, see, that's good. See, quick wire knocks, cool. And to coming that down the order, I mean, this is the problem, see, making Mayank the captain. You can't really, you know, remove him. And that one, obviously, form of his life. Rajapaksa, whenever given chances, he is pretty good. Livingstone obviously the star for them. And Bearstow, too valuable to drop him from the squad. So this is what happens when you make someone captain who you are not sure about with. I mean, Samayang is that kind of a guy. He, yeah, I get it. He in the first UAE tournament IPL two years ago, he was tremendous. But after that, he fell off. You have to see that also, right? It's inconsistencies that what matters. Coming to Punjab's bowlers, this particular match, uh, I got, we'll talk about Chennai's bowlers first anyway. See, Mukesh Chaudhary didn't get those power play wickets and Mahesh Tikshan, economical single wicket, okay. Victorious went for a plenty, Jadeja went for a plenty, two overs though. Santner is decent among, for his two overs. Bravo went for plenty, got a couple of wickets. I mean, see, none of the bowlers impressed if you ask me, except for Santner. But I think he just bowled to cover up the Jadeja's sixth bowling option. I don't get it. Why do you get Santner? Man? I mean, and even Santner came down at one down and he had a very troublesome innings of 9 or 15. I mean, he's not exactly a Mona League kind of a guy who can go after the bowlers from, you know, right away. He's more like, I don't know, maybe just, you know him, where he is. He's more like he come, where he should come after Dhoni or someone, before Bravo. So, it doesn't make sense getting him at one down. Shivam Dubey. Well, I guess after the initial flurry of Knox, I think he fell off now because he went, three matches, I think he went for very cheap. And coming to Punjab's bowlers, Raidu was, I'm sorry, not Raidu. Uh, yeah, Raidu. I mean, we're talking about Raidu here. Karthizo Rabada literally bowled him. And I think he is that pick up. I mean, this is Rabada's first decent game in the last two years, guys. I mean, last year, Delhi, he sucked. And this year, all still this now, he sucked. And considering they're including Bairstow, so they are not Odin Smith. So they need Rabada to step up and he did step up. Sandeep Sharma, well, the economy is 40, but uh, guys, come on, I don't want to be harsh on him. His first three innings, first three overs, four is three overs, 16 or something. Last over itself, he went for 25. Uh, I mean, he had to get the brunt of, uh, how to say, Raidu. But see, I mean, see, Sandeep Sharma, even with from his days at SRH or Punjab, from the Punjab, Kings 11 Punjab, 
he was never known for a death bowler man come on even sare used to you know make him bowl out before his 15th over three in power play one in between 10 and 15 that would that would you know that would be cool for sandeep sharma because he can swing the ball he is not that great with the old ball well rishi dhawan went for a bit but still he got two couple of wickets and ashdeep singh again i mean this guy is i mean this is an underrated guy for me guys such a great guy such an economical spell again that at the death he literally choked chennai out so the rest of them are like i mean the spin doesn't really didn't really help them except for sandna to an extent so that's it guys i mean chennai are again in deep trouble so when they face srh in the next game they'll be like knee deep shit so next guys the royals clash after the kings clash such a low scoring thriller i mean rajasthan batting first got exploited with all of their loopholes frankly speaking only riyan parag little stood till the end see these are tricky which are tricky wicket guys i mean you can't really go out and throw your bat away so batting first you know yos butler went for very cheap padikal gone ashwin gone ashwin yeah so i think ashwin is the guy who had hit the most boundaries in this game four fours uh, i mean that experiment failed and sanju samson i mean like guys this is the guy i don't get it really. i mean see really honestly i'm saying and then then i mean i expected a lot from him i mean see this is the time where he should step up after loss of so many wickets and pop like gain some cheap shot i mean see he literally tried to reverse sweep hasaranga that missed the next ball he tried hasaranga kept it simple aimed the ball at stumps and he got the bowled wicket i mean the he was bowled sanju samson was bowled why does he do that i mean don't he have brain i mean he's never going to play for india guys this is the case because a lot many whole lot many guys better than him when talking about the consistency talent though maybe less but overall package sanji samson is way behind in fact if you ask me for the wicket keeping slot he is the fourth choice right now maybe fifth rishan uh, rishabh pant uh, who are the guys kl rahul ishan kishan uh, see ishan kishan keeping ishan kishan out of sanji samson oh, yeah only because ishan kishan is a lefty and darrell mitchell also didn't play much i think parag is the only guy who took them to a respectable score and turned out that's enough i mean Kohli opened, and people thought he would be have such a low scoring chase, so they, he will find his groove. But nine balls is ten balls is stayed at the crease. Each and every ball is a trouble for him and a trouble for us to see. Even the greatest of batsmen need some time off. Sometimes I feel Duplessy tried, Pat Patida tried. I mean Maxwell gone for a golden duck. Shahbaz Ahmed couldn't do much. Dinesh Kartikeya failure this time. The match was pretty over once the wicket of Shahbaz Ahmed is gone. I mean. They were all out to 115. I mean, the two games that one is 69 and one is 115. Guys, this is not a good sign for Rajasthan CB. So overall result, Rajasthan will be happy because a couple of wins they will take them to tournaments, qualify, playoffs for sure. CB are in a deep spot to bother because the batting is not exactly clicking. Maxwell is not playing well. Duplass is going hot and cold. Kohli is forming concern for the first time in the franchise history, if you ask me. So they are coming to the bowling for Rajasthan. Bowled okay, decent. Prasad Krishna is very economical. Ashwin is amongst the wickets. This is the fourth consecutive game Ashwin is taking wickets after five games going without wicketless. And Kuldeep Singh is the pick of the game, guys. I mean, towards four wickets he took. So that's pretty much death anyway. So I really wouldn't highlight that point. And RCB is bowling though. I mean, see, this is the lowest scoring. I mean, lowest scoring game. Guys. Only Shahbaz Ahmed went for a plenty, 11.7 at par. The rest of them are decent enough. So I guess, I mean, see, this is the template which you should do. Any team should do to exploit Rajasthan Royals. I mean, if the key batsman fails, they suck. I mean, everyone knows that Ashwin coming up doesn't help any time. 
So guys, next game we goes. I think it will be one among the contenders for the match of the tournament. Sarraj versus GT. For the first time, Sarraj Kenny Lemon lost the toss. Sarraj was kept to bat, and boy, they played very good. I mean, they literally kept 195 on the board. I mean, and yeah, so Abhishek Sharma literally played very good. I mean, I think he's the only bowler who went after Rashid Khan like anything. He hit 34 of Rashid Khan, facing 15 deliveries. I think he's having the best record against Rashid Khan in IPL for a particular innings this match. I mean, Rashid Khan generally no one attacks, and being a left-hander, I guess it, it actually helped him. And Williamson gone for another failure. I mean, see, Williamson is a guy. I think if he's not offering much in the captaincy, uh, see, the Raj RCB's match. I think Williamson is a key reason they won, but this match, I think he's a key reason they lost. I'm not talking about his batting. I'm talking about because Ivan Antipa is a pretty good score, if you ask me. And considering the weakest batting, uh, one of the weakest batting the Gujarat side have, I think it is ten runs more than the par score you expect to have. So, so, I'll come to the Williamson part later at the end. So, Tripathi is gone for other game. But yeah, see, whenever he's, he's, he maintains a started above 150, how much ever he scored? 10, 20, 50, 70. It's cool. Tripathi, the man again, 56 of 40. Wow. When this, when the, see, the Puran was gone for cheap at the end and Washington Sundar was gone for a run out, it looked that SRH might not cross 180. Then came to Shan Singh. I mean, he's not exactly debutant, but debutant to batting for SRH at least. He hit 25 of 6, the last over. So, I mean, that was pretty tremendous. So, coming to the Rajas, Gujarat's batting year, guys, uh, well, the ex, I think the ex, SRH players screwed them this time. Though Rashid went well, plenty with the ball. With the ball. So, Girat Vidhiman Saha scored 68 of 38. The rest of the batsmen really guys didn't play, perform much. Rahul Tehavadi trying to keep them in the game till the end, and Rashid Khan hitting four sixes, three of them in the final over to make Gujarat. The win, I mean, when 22 of is required of the final over and with three required of one ball, Rashid Khan hit it for a six. He literally destroyed Jansen at the end. And coming to the special bowling performance from Hyderabad, only five wickets, five wickets they were able to take off Gujarat Titans and five were taken by the monster, Umran Malik. I think Umran Malik's five, four overs, 25 for five, his five per, I think is... If you consider in terms of the value it contributed to the team, it is the highest ever recorded in the IPL history, guys, by a margin. I mean, the next four scores are having like from 148 to 135, they are in between, but his performance recorded a score of 167. You know, you know that ESPN Smart Index scale. That speaks volumes, but unfortunately, he was on the wrong end. So, guys, I mean, see, uh, pretty the analysis I can make from this game is pretty much like SRH can back first. They did, they do. I mean, even Puran didn't click this game, but he will. And even Washington Sundar can hit a couple of sixes. He didn't. So, still, I mean, hitting 195 of strong Gujarat bowling makes sense. And coming to the bowling part, SRH, for SRH perspective, I see the fielding is a bit shabby. I, will, I won't go too hard on that. And even Rashid Khan's three sixes, if you see one, two of them are actually, if the ball would have been like one or two kmbh slower or faster, it would have been gone for out. A slower, at least, it would have been caught at the boundary. It's the game of smallest margin, so I really won't brush on SRH's, you know, defeat here. But again, I mean, see, Jansen is, see, you have Bhuvaneshwar Kumar, you have Natarajan at the end. I think Bhuvi shouldn't have used Bhuvi up the order at 17th, 18th, his final over. I think maybe it's better to keep Bhuvi at the death. Maybe because Jansen really is not that mature, so makes sense, right? It's okay, but Jansen, he can keep his head, head high because it's... Just one of the games where you can't do anything much. And I think Janssen is the guy who's considered the most number of runs while in a chase, guys. This is the record for an IPL. And so many records broken by SRH bowlers in this one game, man. 
but washington sundar's inclusion back is a good for them i think it's a bit of a flat track and i think both batsmen went at it so and gujarat's luck i don't know when it will when they'll run out of it but i think one more win they'll be in playoffs so they'll be chilled about it it's not a big concern but still guys gujarat is the weakest squad if you ask so guys coming to the final episode final topic for this episode final game kkr versus dc this is like kkr's already lost four in a row and were asked to bat first oh my god guys kkr again they change their opening combination they sent finch and venkatesh ayer why can't they leave venkatesh why can't they leave venkatesh ayer with some mental peace the guys already struggling with a lot and they made him they made him to struggle even more now that's pretty sad so batting first except for shreyas ayer and nitish rana none of the batsmen took responsibility russell gone for other duck and rinku singer there and tried to salvage some pride 23 of 16 nitish rana got 57 of 34 a star perform more batsmen for me in this match Ashraf Zaya, 40 of 37, sensible now coming after two early wickets. Come on, guys! I mean, see, this is the batting collapse for them. Some of them, I mean, they have to fix the Narain's order and the wicket-keeping choice and the opening order. I mean, there's so much to think for and to make things worse. All the combinations they tried to didn't work. They lost all five on a row now. 147 is never enough on that track, and obviously, I mean, things were a bit tense at the end because of flurry of wickets from Delhi side, but. Eventually, Roman Powell finished things for them, and even Warner hit 42 of the 26. Though Pradeepa is going for a duck, Aksar contributed. So it's like it's pretty much like Delhi's win, easy win, if you ask me. One over left. Delhi will take confidence from this game, and KKR might not. I think KKR will be out of the tournament in the next game. They are too deep into their shit. They removed Cummins. They're not giving chance to Sam Billings. It's all like a technical, tactical disaster for me. Coming to Delhi, they'll take pride because all the four games they won, Kuldeep Yadav is amongst the wickets in the fourth. He's the man of the match in the four games they won, and he's again amongst the wickets. But curious thing is they didn't bowl him out for four two, although he took four wickets in three overs. Well, that's it. I mean, think Triship Pant will look into it. They'll make sure that the best bowlers complete their quota. So, guys, that's it from this episode. So, we'll be back with another episode by the time the weekend fixtures and the Monday fixture will be over. So, thank you for listening and stay tuned for awesome content. Signing off, guys.